Hi everyone, my name is Emily Lopez and welcome to Live Laugh Formula One, a very chaotic Formula One podcast. Hi everyone and welcome back to Live Laugh F1. Oh man, not the nickname. Okay, (laughs) welcome back everybody. My name is Emily Lopez. I am your host. Today's video, not video. Oh my god. As you can see, I haven't recorded the podcast in over a week and a half. I started recording this last week because I knew I was going to take like a week break, but we're back and better than ever. It was the last weekend without F1. Car testing in Bahrain starts this week. That is everything that it's literally the last weekend without F1. Isn't that insane? Literally insane. Let me make sure I'm not talking out of my ass real quick. (laughs) Preseason testing is, yeah, it is next, or it's this this weekend. This weekend, they are preseason testing in Bahrain, and I am so excited. Holy shit, but I had to double check myself to make sure that I'm not, you know, talking out of my ass. Anyways, I'm excited. Okay, yep. Oh man, and it and it'll be at like semi appropriate times. Wait, the what the fuck? What the hell? <laughs> oh my god! Seeing the Rolex clock talk about when F one officially begins is insane because then we have our first Grand Prix in twelve days. Technically, when I upload this, it'll be eleven days, but. 11 days before the first Grand Prix this weekend is preseason testing. And wow, the winter break has gone by so quick. But all I have to talk about today are car launches, the liveries of the year. We're going to be talking about the Drive to Survive Season 5 episode titles, the pain that came along with them, and kind of just what we're going to be reliving as we're watching, which is the unpredictable chaos that was last season of F1. But yeah, everyone strap in. I've got a lot to talk about when it comes to these car launches and deliveries for this year, but I'm excited. So grab a snack, get yourself, meditate. I don't know, whatever you want to do, drive your car. I don't know. Um, I'm just naming all the times that I listen to a podcast. So this could be completely off the chain, but it's fine. I'm, I have a great feeling that this one's going to be the most chaotic episode yet because I'm kind of sleep deprived, but it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so over the past two weeks, kind of like month, actually, it's been like all month long, car launches were going on, right? I, this is the first time I have been into Formula One, like fully before the preseason, before like car launches began. So it's kind of cool. I knew that car launches were a really big deal. I knew that they were like, you know, like, this is the first look that we have to the season. Like, here we go. I was just not expecting the amount of hype that comes with a car launch. I was blown away with every single one that I watched. So um, I also am from the Midwest in the United States. So my 
time zones weren't, it wasn't always in my favor, but I guess that is just preparing me for the realities of the time differences of races or qualifying, um, just any Grand Prix weekend, like the time differences between those and like my time, but it was okay. Um, it was just straight up chaos. Cause I was like half asleep while watching these. And for some of them, like I was literally at the grocery store with like an AirPod in my ear, like clutching onto my phone, trying to like listen to every intricate detail of the car launches. And they were kind of crazy. And I'm pretty sure my cousin was looking at me like if I was fucking insane because she's like, what are you doing? But I mean, it's just dedication. Um, I've created a tier list or kind of like a ranking system of what my favorite cars were and what my favorite car launch moments were. Um, and I also created some TikToks for Haas, Ferrari, and Mercedes's car launches. They were really short. They started off pretty short with like silly little audios, but they got some numbers, not like insane, like blow up numbers, but like numbers. And I was like, okay, first off, thank you so much. The Mercedes one got a couple of comments and I was just like super honored because I was like, oh my gosh, no way people are like liking this sort of content. But it was just sort of interesting because as the cars were being announced, like F1 was just quick to be like, here's a car, here's a car. (laughs) Like, and then like a couple of people had like let it slip that like car launches are filmed like hours before. So just some of the silly little moments, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine being an attend- attendee, attendee, there we go. Can I speak English? Okay. Attendee and having to like keep your mouth shut about the car or just going to them in general, they look insane. Like my mind could not process how insane car launch, car like car launches even are. Like, I couldn't even imagine being at one. I would love to go to one one day, manifesting, just putting it out there. Any team, team exec, or anyone is listening and has a way to get into one next year, just holla at your girl. I'd love to go. But um, back to all seriousness, um, they were something that were really insane and something that, like, I can tell why people were so hyped to see the car launches. My overall favorite car launch, though, easily has to be Ferrari. I could not, like, I literally was, like, gasping, like, every two seconds because I was just blown away by how much love the Tifusi has for Ferrari in general. And, like, Italy, like, Italy strong Ferrari is. I was shook as fuck. (laughs) Like, I did not expect all that. And then them driving the car, like test driving it and seeing Charles in an F1 car that he will be driving this season blew my mind. Like I was like, wow, this is Ferrari. Like Ferrari is different. Like this is something different. And like, I was just texting all of my friends, like you guys, Ferrari is different, different breed. Like what the hell? But I'm excited because I was not expecting my list to look like this for the liveries. But like like the episode title says, the cars have been unveiled and so have my opinions. But again, these are just my opinions. You don't have to agree with them. You probably won't agree with them if you've seen the liveries, but it is my opinion. And 
they didn't really alter any of my crazy like predictions or theories or like what I want to happen this season. I thought they were going to a little bit more, but if anything, um, some of these cars were a sleigh, some of them not so much, but like they're all beautiful because they are all F1 cars, but beauty in their own way. (laughs) But yeah, I'm excited so we can get started with the list. Now to start off with the list. Listen, again, these are my opinions, just opinions. Um, But yeah, okay, number 10. We'll start off from 10 to 1. 10 being, it's, it's okay, but I expected more. And 1 being, this car is amazing, spectacular, show-stopping, everything I could have wanted and more in a car. Okay. At number 10, we have, drumroll please, Alpine. (laughs) And here's why. The blue and the pink, I don't know, it's kind of giving like a baby shower. (laughs) I don't know. It's just not, to me, it's not what I was expecting. Like, I've always loved the iconic pink Alpine car, which is why in parentheses I wrote, although the pink livery they're using for Bahrain, Saudi Arabia, and Australia would have been a sleigh for the entire season. It just didn't do it for me in terms of the blue and the pink. And granted, it did get leaked days before the car launch actually happened. So I don't think that helped their case because everyone had already seen it. And like, I stumbled upon a picture of it on Twitter and I was like really excited to watch the, like the final car launches. So I was like, damn. got leaked and just wasn't that much like it just it's not giving it's cute but it's not giving you know anyways on to number nine alpha tari now i love the blue and the white i think their livery has always been strong with the blue and the white just being such a nice contrast, looking aesthetically pleasing. In terms of like a pretty livery, I feel like Alphatari always had a pretty one. But this year's edition of like red in specific places just threw off the entire car for me because it just looks super patriotic. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I just, it didn't really give what I thought it was going to give like if it would have just been blue and white like yeah would have gone higher up in the ranking but it just I don't know the addition of the red just kind of threw me off and I don't know some people might love it me on the other hand I don't I'm not crazy about the addition of the red but it is like overall she's she's cute like but no the red just isn't doing it for me but it is nice to see Um, the amount of sponsors on these cars, because I'm like, oh, yep, get your coin, get your coin. Um, Number eight, this I feel like is an unpopular slash popular opinion, because obviously people have their thoughts on this team. But I put Red Bull at eight, just because, I mean, we know the car is capable, like last season's car was capable of getting a world championship, a constructor's, a constructor's championship, sorry. But in terms of like looking like a nice car, it just looks like a sponsorship, like sponsorships threw up on the car, 
which is great. They're getting their coin the best way that they can, but it's just giving copy paste, copy paste every year, which is like, don't fix it. If like, don't mess with it. If it ain't broke, don't mess with it. But like at the same time, I just expect more from a team as successful as Red Bull has been the past two F1 seasons, you know? But again, they could just be saving weight. Like a lot of these teams, the subtraction or addition of certain things, clearly weight is a big thing, but I don't know. Didn't didn't wow me. So she's going to go at eight. I mean, it's still a nice car. I mean, look what it was capable of. On to number seven. This one made me really sad to put at number seven because, again, this is a car I had a lot of hope for. Um, is my papaya team, McLaren at seven. Here's the deal. I think you could do so much fun <laughs> with, like, gray and orange, but the car, it's giving Google car because of the Google Chrome on the tires, like, on the rims. Um, I don't know. It just, <laughs> it just like, it's giving Google car to me. Um, I'm not crazy for it. It's not the worst one aesthetically wise to me but it's clearly not the best it's just kind of there <laughs> like it's just there it is nice to see the addition of some sponsors on the car but by no means did it wow me so that's why it's going at seven the car launch itself though i will say mclaren was one of the ones that i did watch beautiful car launch the history, if I'm not wrong or mistaken, is celebrating 60 years of um, of something. <laughs> what were they? What were they celebrating? Okay. Anyways, um, they are, they are celebrating um, an anniversary with this car. Delivery um, is she's all right. You know, she's all right. But um, they did have a really good car launch, I would say. Like, I was very entertained up until the moment of um, the livery being released. So that's why it goes at seven. Number six is the Williams car. I think this got higher um, for me just because of the shades of blue. It is so, so pretty to me. I think it's gorgeous in terms of like the contrast of the colors. The Williams logo looks gorge in the baby blue. And then the airbox having the Duracell sponsorship, like battery shape, chef's kiss. Some people would look at it and disagree, but I think it's genius. Now, do I think the colors all flow together well? Eh, no, <laughs> but that's why I gave it a six because I feel like had that battery been like silver or blue or like white or blue it would have just been chef's kiss but I think that little detail is so pretty and I think one thing that I do admire about the designers of these cars is how they take their sponsorships into account to make them in like a fun little way I think it was gorgeous this is a launch that I didn't watch but that I really kept up with because I was just really excited for this car because I don't know again <laughs> just might be the bias of having the having having 
Logan Sergeant be a driver for them and just get kind of like that American like patriotic in me was like let's see the car he's gonna drive beautiful car I think it's beautiful I feel comfortable having that car at a six um not top five but very close now this one she took me by surprise the first car launch of the season was Haas now I am a sucker for very basic colors having a contrast or a pop of color and I personally I'm obsessed with the darker liveries that a majority of the teams went for this season like it's gorgeous so I'm putting Haas at number five because of the contrast of the white the black and the red I think it's gorgeous and the subtle like it's not like too subtle like it's not small by any means but it's like perfectly there is their Palm Angels partnership. It looks so sick. Like everything, like the fonts, the MoneyGram sponsorship looks good, even though it's like really big on the car. Like, oh, it's it's good. Like it's, it's giving. It's giving. I love it. It's, it's such a pretty car. And when I first saw the, um, I didn't, I didn't watch that launch. Oh, sorry. I didn't watch the launch, but when I saw the car, I like audibly gasped. And before the rest of them, I was like, okay, this is setting the bar pretty high in terms of aesthetics for this year. Such a gorgeous colorway. It really, really did take me by surprise. Really did look really nice. And then the DRS wing being red for the car just kind of like ties in that the red hints super perfectly and um I just I love it I think it looks so sick in terms of having a colorful wing um yeah I don't know I, I really do enjoy the car a lot which is why it made top five um had any of the cars at the top four disappointed me or like given me like less of an ounce of what they were giving this car probably would have been top four for me but I feel really good putting it at top five, and I really hope that this car can provide what it should because it really is such a gorgeous car to me. All right, now to our top four. Number four, Aston Martin. Listen, that color is gorgeous, and just the subtle yellow, not too much not too little. I think it was like the perfect amount. Gorgeous. The car is gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's giving everything and more. That like shade of green, it's green, right? Like it's a green shade is gorgeous. Okay, first off, why did my computer turn off? Okay, hopefully it's still recording. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, anyways, we'll cut that out. But um, that shade of like green that they're using this year, beautiful. It's a beautiful livery. Um, there is kind of a lot going on with it in terms of like sponsorships, which is again good. Get get your coin. Um, but I think like all of the fonts of the sponsorships just kind of flow well with the car. I honestly don't know why I'm speaking like if I'm like a any sort of graphic designer, but. In terms of like a pretty car, like this is a beautiful car. 
yeah, it's gorgeous. So that's why I got my number four. Number three, it hurts to put this car at three because I'm such a big fan of their team. I love Ferrari with all my heart, but their car is at number three just because of a certain, like certain amount of things. Now, do I, I love the DRS wing being black and the Ferrari logo being in white. It looks so crisp to me, like so like elegant, show-stopping, amazing, the DRS wing, chef's kiss. But I don't know, the rest of the car, like it's a beautiful, iconic red. We all know Ferrari is like known for their iconic red. In terms of cars, I think the Scuderia Ferrari logo is gorgeous. The shell logo looks good on it. Um, the bottom portion of the car, I mean, I don't really know like all the terms of like the body parts of the car, so bear with me. I'm still learning. But just like the bottom portion being that like darker kind of like contrast of the red and the black is gorgeous. I personally really love the flag right next to the racing number. Um, let me just double check something real quick before I continue. But, oh yes, the Italian flag right next to the racing number towards the back of the car is absolutely gorgeous. It just, it's really giving and you can really tell that they're really trying to save weight with this car because like, Clearly, they're all, like, heavy, right? Like, they're big-ass cars. But, like, in terms of, like, okay, these look, like, lighter. Like, Ferrari is just visually giving, like, this car was built to save weight. And, again, I've mentioned that their um, their their car launch for me just, like, took the cake as, like, the best car launch in fucking history. But it really did wow me that they were, like, we're going to drive the SF23 on like on this and just like make it work. Like granted it does make sense that this was aired like hours before and like had things like hit the fan if there was something wrong with the car they could have fixed it. But like it really really was gorgeous how it all planned to be. And honestly, I don't know if every car launch is filmed hours before. I could google that and give myself a quick quick little thing, but as of right now um it just looks so much prettier to me. So that's why I got three. I think it is gorgeous. I think the car, being that iconic red, is super, super like an homage to just who Ferrari is as a brand and as a team. But it does get a three. Now, for my top two, there's only two teams left. But in second place, with the aesthetics of the car, goes to Alfa Romero. This car is gorgeous. Okay, this is one that I did watch their car launch. My heart kind of stopped beating because I was not expecting that. Like, again, it's super evident that these teams went for darker, like, liveries this year. And I think that's, like, a huge power move. They just look so elegant. And um, compared to last year's car, like, this is the one that I see, like, the most visible difference with their car having like um the red and the white um sorry 
the difference between like the red and the white and the red and the black now to me is just like the best move in terms of aesthetics it just looks so 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 elegant I love it I love the font that they chose like I know it's the same but I love how like it's super subtle that it's an Alfa Romeo like on the side but it's still like pretty evident it's not as big as it was last year I think that's also a power move and then I will say this their new race suits the all black in the subtle hints of red absolutely amazing chef's kiss well done the now I will say that car launch was like I never thought they were gonna get to the actual car launch itself like the livery reveal there was just a lot of talking at the beginning and that was like one that was the first one that I watched so I was like okay they're not getting straight to the point and like reading the chat room for that was kind of funny because they're like okay like let's see the car now let's see her but I mean granted it is a gorgeous gorgeous car they did what they needed to do rent was due gorgeous gorgeous girlies love the Alfa Romeo car I mean that's completely talking out of my ass now but it really is gorgeous I love the front wing um how it's red I love the DRS wing being black the red and the black contrast the halo being black it just it ties together it looks pretty the white fonts chef's kiss chef's fucking kiss they did the damn thing with that car they delivered but only one car can have the number one spot and I will say this one did have the most like dramatic livery like difference and that is my number one mercedes they ate ate slayed like absolutely like you know what i mean like speechless i was speechless watching this car launch absolutely speechless like the car is gorgeous right and all the comments were like yep back to black everyone cue back to black by amy winehouse like it is a very very gorgeous car fully believe that the hype around car launches is completely valid i was like messing up my sleeping schedule to be able to stay up to watch these and i wouldn't have changed it for the world because it was exciting it was really fun, and I'm excited to see how they continue to improve as the seasons go on. But up next, we're going to talk about another 10 kind of um, related things, but the episodes for season five of Drive to Survive were announced, the titles, and man, oh man, does this show love to emphasize on the dramatics of a season? So starting off, episode one, The New Dawn, is the title with a photo of Charles Leclerc and Mattia, ex-team principal for Scuderia Ferrari, like looking hopeful, <laughs> right? The season started so good for them and then quickly, quickly hit the fan. Um Episode two, bounce back with Toto Wolf looking real pissed. 
which I mean, yeah, with the season they had last season, um, congrats to George again for his win. But with the season they had compared to the past seasons, the anger is valid. Episode three has um, Mick Schumacher in the photo for the promo of it. And the title of the episode is called Like Father, Like Son. I just know I'm going to cry like a little baby with this episode. Episode four, Matter of Principle. Uh, The photo is of Carlos Sainz driving. And I'm, you know, really kind of excited to see what that one's going to hold. But the dramatics, we know halfway through the season. I'm assuming they're going to go pretty quick with this season. But who knows? The principles, strategists, hand in hand, hit the fan really bad (laughs) for Ferrari. So yeah. Episode five, the title is Hot Seat with Checo Perez being the photo for the, um, for the episode promo. And the only thing that I could think of would be that capturing what went wrong between him and Max in Brazil. Or that could also be episode nine. Who knows? But I just know that the tension and the drama is going to be high this year for our pair at Red Bull. So, because it was. So I'm very interested to see how they capture that in this season. Um, Episode six has Pardon My French as their title with Alonso being their head um their head promo but most likely it's just going to be following the French team Alpine with how their season went last or how their season wrapped up um for the 2022 season so I'm quite excited for that episode seven is also one that I know is going to make me cry um just with the photo alone and the title they did not hold back this is like Danny Rick's villain era, (laughs) like villain origin story. They are titling the episode Nice Guys Finish Last. And he commented, at least I'm a good bloke with a smiley face. Um, It has 84,000 likes. (laughs) Like homeboy is loved. Okay. And I just know it's going to be real bittersweet. But I am excited to see, again, how how they capture it. And I really hope it's, like, a beautiful montage that makes everyone ugly cry as we await his return to the F1 grid. But I will say his joy and happiness via the Red Bull social media accounts has been something that has fulfilled that hole that Denny Rick left in my heart when he had to say goodbye to his seat. But only up from here, right? Episode 8 is titled Alpha Male with Yuki and Pierre um, smiling in a car, in an Alpha Tori car. I'm excited to see that. Um, I really did love that teammate dynamic and believe that they are like friendship soulmates or like platonic soulmates in terms of being friends, just their chemistry of friendship on camera 
during their like time together was definitely something worth seeing. I loved their videos via the social media, the marketing team. Um, they knew exactly how to capitalize and they did so, so well. I think that pairing was truly a masterpiece. And I am pretty sad to see them with new teammates this year. But again, only making moves up. And yeah, I'm excited to see that episode. Episode nine, we have Over the Limit as a title with Christian Horner looking real, real like, um, I don't know. I don't really know how to read his facial expression other than like concern, um, intensity, I think is the best way to explain it. But who knows? This could easily be... (laughs) in hand in hand with like the drama that happened between Brazil, between Max and Checo, but who knows? I can't really like, I don't know. I think that would be an interesting way, but we all know that Netflix is obsessed with a Christian and Toto appearance of the entire season. So I'm kind of interested to see how that all plays out. And then episode 10, is titled End of the Road with the promo photo being um, Lewis's car for the Mercedes livery of last season, which I think, again, will be like an interesting kind of like wrap up of the season just because of how I don't want to say it was anticlimactic. I don't because obviously I became a fan from last season, like halfway. There was a lot going on that probably was unpredictable for how they thought the season was going to begin, but by no means do I think it was anticlimactic, but by just how big of a landslide that Max won the championship, like I'm just very interested to see how they're going to wrap it all up because in all reality, like how is there an easy way to wrap up the season when it's like continuously ongoing, like the controversies that the season held Who knows? I'm excited. I mean, Netflix dramatizes things a lot more than they need to. But again, capitalism, we're going to eat it up. I'm going to eat up the drama. I know that like, but again, it does like come to show a lot of people aren't huge fans of Drive to Survive. And some people are truly into F1 just because of Drive to Survive, whether that be you. Congrats. Glad you stuck around, glad that you found something new, but I think it is worth watching just because it does kind of like wrap up a season pretty well, but I am quite interested to see how they're going to touch on certain things, but they clearly did not hold back with episode titles, which can ensure they did not hold back with what each title or what each episode is going to entail. On to the next, on to the next subject. Before we go to catching up with our favorite guys of the grid, I did post on the social media accounts for questions, just like general questions people may have, and I did get two, which hey, it's better than none, so I'll take it. Um, The first question that I received was, I did post this about a week and a half ago, um, and I got what is the best livery out so far. At the time, I think there were still like four or five launches left. I really, really did like have Haas at number one. But right now, 
my number one is the Mercedes livery for this year. It's just absolutely gorgeous. They did an amazing job. And then the second question that I received was, do you believe Lewis will win an eighth world championship before he retires? Okay, listen, the car is gorgeous, right? The Mercedes car is beautiful, but we will see at testing this week um, how it runs. I haven't watched their little mini preseason drive. I know they did one um, right after the car launch, but I mean, I guess we just have to see how the car performs. Um, I think Lewis is very capable. He will never be out of the conversation for world champion because of his history, what he's accomplished thus far in F1 speaks volumes on his talent, his character, but as these other drivers advance and as they gain more experience, their confidence gains, you know, like how, you know, the possibilities are endless. The road is unpredictable. I would love to believe, I would love to see Lewis win a WC. I think he is very deserving, but I guess we'll never know. We won't know, but, um, we won't know now, but I am excited to see how this season pans out, how testing is going to go. So yeah, I think it's a possibility. I would really love him to, but I guess we won't know until the end of this season or how this season starts to pan out and how the cars, how the cars work, right? Like how the cars perform is going to speak volumes on what gets accomplished for each team and every driver. So I am excited to see, um, as I will be watching for the first time, preseason testing in Bahrain. So pretty hyped. Uh, can't wait to talk about that after that happens. But I am appreciative of the questions. Again, I will have these up on the social medias for a couple of days. Um, if you have any questions at all, whether it be really small or really big, and if I can't help answer it, I will always try to find an avenue to get that question answered. Okay, on to my favorite segment, keeping up with our favorite guys of the grid. First man we are keeping up with, first guy of the grid we're keeping up with is Lance Stroll. Unfortunately, today the Formula One account posted, will he will be missing out on preseason testing in Bahrain after a bicycling accident. That's really sad. I feel like this is their reserve driver's time to shine. But in terms of such a beautiful car not going to be tested out by Lance is probably super frustrating to him, and I can't even imagine. But sending him very positive vibes and a speedy recovery, that is so insane. And I hope he's okay. I really do hope he's okay. Next thing is next, keeping up with more favorite guys of the grid, Nick and, um, oh, oh my gosh, I can forgot to even mention this earlier with car launches. Talk about insane car launches. AlphaTauri announcing their car at New York Fashion Week was a serve, and I really wish that their car, like, could have reflected equally as a serve in my opinion, but I thought that was really cool. As someone who's really into fashion, 
um, that was really, really amazing. But seeing them at an NBA game together, I thought, thought that was really cute. Cute little new teammate bonding experience, him or Nick and Yuki bonding. Um, that was really exciting. Uh, today, we saw Lando in a paddock back in Bahrain. How comforting to see the boys of the grid going back onto paddock and having the time of their lives as the season is underway. Kind of makes it feel more real. Um, I'll take it, even if it's one driver off of the grid, I will take it because the reality is settling in that the season is so close to starting. Crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um, let us see what else have people been up to. Oh, George Russell celebrating a birthday and Pierre celebrating a birthday as well. The Mercedes launch was on George's birthday, so it's really cute that he got to see the new livery for the birthday. Like, here you go, here's the car you're going to be driving. Surprise, happy birthday. Um, that was real cute. And then oh, let's talk about Mr. Carlos Sainz attending his sister's wedding. He looked super handsome. The outfit is giving her dress was giving the matching suits between him and his dad. Absolute slay. The scenery in the background, I'm assuming that is in Spain. Um, my knowledge of European agriculture is pretty tiny, but uh, wherever they're at, gorgeous, 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 gorgeous family. Um, again, seeing them drive the new car, seeing Carlos get to be behind the wheel of the SF23 um, in the Circuit Fierno, absolute, absolute sleigh. Okay, but I will say the biggest sleigh of keeping up with our favorite guys of the grid is also keeping up with my favorite F1 content creator, Miss Lexi McIntosh, turning these drivers into TikTok stars. Absolute sleigh. I think it's a sleigh. It absolutely, like, caught me off guard, too, because, like, I feel like F1 Ellie just made it so that, like, any TikTok with any driver is achievable. Like, that TikTok she made with Max, like, what was more culturally, like, important? You know, you know that TikTok idea. If you don't, I'm sorry. This episode has just been straight up chaos, and it's going to be super fun to edit, but it's fine. It's kind of late here. It's the latest I've recorded the pod, I think, but it's fine. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Laugh Formula One. Hopefully you enjoyed. Of course, follow me and the page on social medias or just the page. Just the podcast pages, social medias, if you want to. Over there, I post a lot of unhinged content from TikToks to silly unhinged Valentine's Day cards as Valentine's Day was not too long ago. And of course, tune in for our out of context episode previews. And yeah, um, this has been this week's episode and have a wonderful week. Bye. <laughs>